Welcome to Small Business Sisters, where two sisters who started their own separate businesses come together to share all things business growth and personal growth. Every week, they will share practical business tips they have learned along their journey and share their individual perspectives. So grab a drink and join the sisterhood as they discuss all things womanhood, motherhood, and small business. Welcome to Small Business Sisters. I'm Jenny. Hello. And Hi. We're, and that's Christina. <laughs> no, we're so excited. One of my favorite people is on the podcast today, Jamie Sam. Hi, Jamie. Hi, girl. <laughs> so, Jamie, I mean, I always joke about this, but it's actually legit. Jamie is the president. Of Virginia. It's She's not even her head. But that's what I call her because it's like it is a job that if it was the job of a city, um, Jamie would be it. She's just <laughs> awesome. She everybody needs a Jamie Sam. Um she uh oh my gosh, I'm losing my words. Ad- I've heard you say she advocates, advocates. Yeah, she advocates? like gets everybody advocates. to rally around small business. She literally doesn't sleep because I asked her once, I was like, do you stop ever? And she's like, she was dead serious. and was like, well, when I'm in the tub, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it. She, Jamie is like on every single board, every single thing to help the community help kids. She has two boys that are super involved in the community. Um, she owns multiple small businesses in the community. She was a pivotal, pivotal part in the Batavia Boardwalk Shops, which is how we got connected. So we're going to just talk to her about all the things today. So Jamie, do you want to start by, why don't you tell us like your small business journey? I don't, I don't know which small business you want to start with, but kind of like how that, how, how small business became a passion of yours. Okay. Um, gosh, it, well, it's kind of, it's, it's a long story, but I'll make it short. Um, so my husband and I own, well, I own Bulldog Plumbing. Um, which obviously is a plumbing company. It's not a trick name. Um, And we started that, it'll be 12 years in April. Um, And it started because my husband was a union plumber and 2007, 2008, the economy, you know, did its thing. And um, working for the union, working for a big company didn't work anymore. Plus, when you work for a big company, you start to see the good and the bad that comes with that. And you also start to think, I could do that for myself. Um, So when it all kind of slowed down for him, he uh, started doing side jobs and we had moved back here to Batavia. I went to school in the city. That's where I met Doug. And um, we moved back here. We had our first baby. Um, We bought our first house. And right away, I got re-engaged with the community. I'm from Batavia. But right away, I dove right back in and got re-engaged, started volunteering with um, Art Near Eye and Water Street Studios when Water Street Studios, which is an art gallery in Batavia and an art studio um, co-op kind of thing. Uh, Right when they first opened, I got involved with volunteering with that and just knew that I wanted to uh, be involved to some level with what was happening in our downtown. The house we bought was two blocks from downtown Batavia. So um, growing up here, I won't even say that that's where it started because I was a kid and then a teenager and was like, Batavia, why would I want to be there? You know, (laughs) Um, but we, but we decided to come back here. 
Um, he was doing side jobs. And then we were like, um, maybe this isn't kind of like you guys talk about, you know, where it's like, oh, it started as a hobby or started as kind of like a side hustle. Um, not that plumbing is like a hobby and a fun side hustle. I love that. that <laughs> Doug started with a side hustle and then we made it legit. Um, I just have to interject because yeah. here in Texas, this year during our freeze, plumbers banked because oh, I know they, like that's what people needed was plumbers, um, electricians. Yes. Really quick. Side note, a small business owner, Laughing Frog, uh, is it Laughing Frog Designs? Um, they used to be up here. We're part of our artisan collective years back. They moved down to Texas and she reached out to me because they hired a plumber, but the plumbers they had down there in the shops didn't have the right materials because of the uh-huh. chaos. So we ended up, Doug and I went to the store here, boxed up her supply list from her plumber and shipped it down there for her when you guys were having all those problems. Oh my gosh, of course you did that. Of course, of we, course, did. course we did. I, that. <laughs> I I'm so sorry to interrupt your story. It's I just okay. have to point out, like it's a fun side hustle. It, it is a fun Well, side especially in emergencies. Yes, yes. Um, so yeah, so Doug made... Uh, we decided to make his side hustle legit. I was like, you know what? You're doing all these side jobs. I know a lot of people in town. Why don't we see if we can make a go of it? Um, So we decided to uh, go to the SBDC, which is the Small Business Development Center and work with the most amazing Harriet Parker. She's better than I am as an advocate for small business, honestly. And uh, worked with her to get our business plan up and running. Sorry, my dog's coming. Um, and, and uh, you know, just started rolling, got licensed, bonded, insured, and all of that kind of stuff. And jumped 12 years later, we now have employees uh, at all levels, you know, the office, bookkeepers, um, as well as other plumbers and apprentices who are learning the trade. So that's that business. Um, and through that, I decided to um, run for city council because again, I was like, okay, we've got this business in town. We've got our house, we've got our kids and our family. And I want to be more involved because I do sleep. I sleep seven hours a day. Um, but, but I still like my mind doesn't stop, you know? Um, so I use an Enneagram seven, by I the way. Seven, yes. <laughs> Uh, so it's always the next best thing. Um, so I, yeah, I was like, what's the next thing that I could do to get involved at an even greater level? So that was city council. Um, you know, so being involved in your local government, you see the ins and outs of both small business and uh, every other piece of your community. Through that, I got connected with Batavia Main Street, which is our downtown partnership. Um, a lot of people have Chamber of Commerce in their community and Main Street's kind of like that, but it's, uh, just focused on a specific downtown district. So chamber is like the entire town or every business member, whether that's people from your town, uh, manufacturing, small business, restaurants, uh, insurance agents, um, and some of them are from your town and some of them are from surrounding towns. Or And then Main Street is just downtown. Um, so I got involved with that and became the executive director, which is, I'd say, uh, the position where you are the number one advocate for small business in your community. So that's the brief, that, that part. Um, I don't want to keep rambling on. No, I love, first of all, I just love that. Like you were like, oh, I want to get more involved in my town. I'm going to run first uh, city council. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Like, never a thought that crossed my mind no. that I would be attracted to. Yeah. And I don't think it's a lot of people's. Um, I did it before I was 32. That was kind of a cool thing. I, I'm, I'm 38. Um, 
And yeah, I did that. I was 20, 29, I think, when I ran and got elected. And yeah, that was just, I don't know why. I have no idea why I was like, local government. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. You kind of um, like Leslie Nope. I'm just I did realizing. Leslie. I, yeah. <laughs> Um, I have her bobblehead next to my bedside table. Yes. That's perfect. I love that. Um, So many people will sit and complain. I mean, I do that about my town all the time, Uh, you know, sit and say like, well, this is what I would do better. This is what I would do better, which I know so much about running a town. Um, But I love that you were like, you know what? I live here. My kids go to school here. I want to be a part of the change because I, you know, we grew up around Batavia and it's for sure changed from even 10 years ago. And that's how my town is too, where it's saying like, I want to be a part of this change and have a say in it. And so I think that's really cool to actually put your mouth where your, mm-hmm. where your heart and your money is, right? Like right. your heart and your money and your life is in Batavia. So you're actually putting your, your voice to use there. So exactly. I love that. Thanks. So when you were at, so you were executive director at Main Street, but you weren't executive director when you started the boardwalk shops, right? No, so how so, did that yeah. come about? So I was executive director of TV Main Street for about four years. Um, after a little bit of time, uh, about at about three years, our plumbing company was just growing and growing and growing, and I needed to take my. So basically, I was working two full time jobs. I was working Main Street during the day, and then I'd come home and I'd do invoicing for Bulldog Plumbing, and I would do. Okay, my dogs are super annoying. I'm sorry. I would do um, website stuff. I do marketing. I would be, you know, answering emails and all of that stuff in the evening. Um, and then I'd get back up and I'd do Main Street stuff again. And then my weekends would be consumed with Main Street stuff. And our kids were getting older. And I was like, I need something needs to like break. And Bulldog Plumbing is where we make bank. Nonprofit world, you don't make a lot of money. Um, <laughs> but- <laughs> It's for the heart. You do it for the heart of it. You don't do it for the money of it. Um, So, yeah. So I was like, I think I need to take, I need to take a step back from the main street stuff and I need to focus on bulldog plumbing. So I um, resigned from my position, but stayed involved because again, I'm two blocks from downtown. Um, That is where my heart is. And it's where I spend my time. And when you do that job, you become friends with all of those people. So how could I ever leave them? Um, So that's when I started volunteering. Uh, there was this, a weird little hiccup. Uh, they hired an executive director after me. It didn't work out. And they brought me back on for the interim to kind of help get them to the point of hiring somebody else. And that's when we did, that's when we started the boardwalk shop. So it was an idea that had been thrown out uh, by one of our city council members, the Batavia boardwalk shop. So it wasn't called going to be called that. It was like, I don't even remember what we started with it as, but just tiny shops was the concept initially. And they had seen it in a Strong Towns article about Muskegon, Michigan. And um, the council member brought it up and said, hey, do you guys think we could do something like this? This would be really cool if Batavia did this. And uh, where else would it fall but Main Street? Because we're the downtown people. We're the volunteer organization. Um, so, yeah, so the Batavia, that's it actually ha- happened when I was employed by Main Street, but temporarily. Yeah. So before we move to all things, um, boardwalk shops, cause we, yeah. that's like a really big thing we want to talk about. I have two questions for you that yes. I wrote down. Um, the first is y'all, if I heard right, y'all became owners of your own plumbing company when the recession was happening. 
or close right about to right the about recession? that time. It was it was it. That's what led us into that. Um, okay, just because Doug's job wasn't like steady. So yeah. Um, so I would love you to, love to hear like one thing you learned from opening a company when the economy was um, unknown, because I know mm-hmm. there's a lot of people right now that are are worried about the economy or watching it kind of shift. And so what's one thing you learned from that or like a takeaway um, that helped you get through that? Sure. Um, you know, I think that I don't think I realized until we really started rolling with it how much. Um, people I would think all over our country, but specifically in our community, support small business. And that doesn't just mean a retail shop and it doesn't just mean a restaurant. It means a plumbing company. You know, if they see that it's a family owned business, that you're their neighbors, they see your truck drive down the road. They, I don't know if it's just, it makes people feel good. If they really understand that, you know, for every dollar spent here, 70% of that goes back in the economy when you shop with me versus when you shop with some big, you know, plumbers.com, um, you know, that's not necessarily that money is going out to some guy who owns a franchise in another, you know, state, states away. So it's not coming back in your community. So I don't know what that is, but that I, I learned that quick. And that wasn't something I knew before, how strong um, our community supports small business. Um, and I think, you know, I think to keep your expectations, uh, reasonable is the other thing, you know, so when we first started, Doug was a union plumber. You know how much union plumbers make a lot of money. Um, do you know how much non-union plumbers who just started a company make not that much money? (laughs) So I think when we first started, we were like, okay, we just need to pay our bills. We just need to cover our expenses. We didn't have super crazy, unrealistic expectations. Um, and to see where we've grown from, that point when the world was a little bit uncertain, you know, it was coming out of it. it was more the housing market. That was the bad, big problem then. Um, but to see, to make that steady growth, um, steady growth is okay. You know, you don't have to blow up. You don't have to go viral, you know, yeah. you, can, you can just grow. That's really good advice because I think some of us do expect that growth will happen overnight or, mm-hmm. you know, even being open five years, you expect like, oh, my, my graph will continually steadily right. rise, but it's like, <laughs> right. it has all these ins and outs <laughs> yeah. and, um, but I like the realistic like expectation. Yeah. Thing. yeah for sure. My other question, you, you gl- like Jenny, I think is the one who kind of glanced on this, but I, w- she said your boys are involved in your community. So I would love to hear from, you know, how old are your boys? 11 and 13. Okay. So they're just a little older than mine. So how did Mm -hmm. it start that they volunteered in the community? And like, how did you find a niche for them to do that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Well, you know, I think by default um, and by (laughs) initially as a small business owner, um, you know, so they were our marketing tool. Uh, They earned their keep. Yep. I have pictures of our boys. I have a 16 year old stepson also. So I have pictures of the three of them um, dressed as Mario, Luigi and the mushroom holding like pipe wrenches and plungers <laughs> from when we first started the business. <laughs> you know, so they knew they modeled our t-shirts once we had them. Um, you know, that was from a super small age. And then me moving into main street, the main street role. Well, I'll go to city council 
those boys, it will, it's a nightmare now, but I pray that someday it'll be like a good memory. Um, they walked around with me and handed out flyers at every door when I was running for city council. They helped me put yard signs in people's yards um, and then jumped to Main Street. And, you know, they handed out the bags of Easter eggs to all the businesses for the egg hop and, you know, got to know all the businesses to the point that now we'll drive downtown and they'll be like, you know, what would be really good in that space is XYZ business. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It is, it is, it is. And they worked the candy shop that we decided to open at the boardwalk. (laughs) Yeah, so they, and then, so Tucker's 13, um, but he did work at the candy shop a lot. And he also, this past summer, worked at the um, Shave Ice truck in downtown Batavia a little bit. So, like, people know him and he's know he's responsible. So he was able to jump right in. You know, they do other stuff like scouts and hockey, which, again, they're not just engaged at that I show up, I play level. They're more engaged. And I think that's just our from from Doug and I and our connection to the community. Yeah, I think that there is zero um, negative things. I don't know what I'm trying to say. There's zero. (laughs) Anything about being involved in your community is a benefit. Like, I don't think that it it's just going to help them in the long run of just knowing their community, being a part of it, um, learning that they have a say in being a part of it. I think that's really cool. So I just wanted to glance on that because yeah. those of us that are like, huh. I yeah, I, I mean, I I also think it's just, um, it's good for our kids, even in running a small business. I love when they get to see how that works, that it's not, um, I'm going to the shop from nine to five. It's, there's like so much stuff that goes involved in that, like behind the scenes. And I love that they get to see that like their mom does it that, Mm -hmm. and that then I can bring them along for parts of that. Like when they help make things or when they come to the shop or uh, go to downtown events, I really like, I think it's good that our kids see that and see Mm -hmm. that you can, you can build a life for yourself in that way, as well as, you know, corporate jobs or whatever. But I like that they get to see all the pieces of that. So I think that's I remember when my dad was working when I was little and they had take your daughter to work day or take your kid to work day, take your child to work day, whatever it was. Um, For our household, it was take your daughter to work day. (laughs) I I remember loving Mm -hmm. going to those days. And so I kind of feel like our kids have that every day. So it's probably not as exciting. (laughs) <laughs> not now that right now they're like oh gosh again I, I remember that too my dad was a HVAC guy and I remember being in the basement of houses when he would take me to work with him and like being like this is what he does all day he climbs ladders <laughs> that's all <It's> exciting <laughs> okay so now we'll move into boardwalk shops so will one of you guys explain to my people in Texas will not know what the boardwalk shops are. So will someone explain what they are, like even what they look like, size, whatever you want to explain, and then let us know like how you already kind of explained how it came to be, but talk about like who funded it, who built it, you know, how you found businesses. Yeah, Jamie, you go and then I'll pop in in. and... The becoming a boardwalk. Yes, life, life on the boardwalk. <laughs> life on the boardwalk. Team. <laughs> uh, so the boardwalk shops 
Um, yeah, I touched a little bit about how it started. So this alderman had the suggestion, our community needed a organization to spearhead this project of small businesses. And at that point, that's all I was like, oh, let's have some small retail because our community didn't have a ton of retail um, kind of growing slowly. Uh, so if that project fell on Main Street's lap. We hunted out a good location in the downtown. We knew we wanted these tiny retail shops that were all coming in at one time to have something that funneled traffic right into them. So we wanted it adjacent to the farmer's market. So we found this perfect space. Um, the city, because they were super on board, because this was a big economic development push, again, eight retailers at one time doesn't happen. You don't have any town that goes, we're opening eight stores this week. It's we're opening one new retail shop, go celebrate them. Awesome. Maybe a year later, we'll have another one. This was eight new retail stores in downtown. Um, and as that, as we started to plan it before we asked the city for funds, um, we had said, you know, what we need is these tiny businesses get this opportunity to grow, right? So they could be very startup, like this was somebody's idea and they think it's going to be really good and they'd love to have a little tiny shop. Or it could be, you know, somebody like Jenny who was already rolling. You're now in other spaces. You're starting to wholesale, but you don't have your own space. And you want to see if owning a retail store is really what you want. Um, or somebody even a little bit more established. So we wanted it to be this incubator program that gave these teeny tiny businesses an opportunity to say, do I want to work every hour of every day in a store? Do I like greeting people at the door every time? Or do I really not like sitting on a bar stool and being like, hi, how are you doing? Um, you know, do I like giving away my weekends, working Friday, Saturday, and Sunday? Do I like paying rent? Right. Exactly. <laughs> do I like doing all of the math? Do I like doing my marketing? Do I like doing all the pieces of my business at this point in the life of my business? Um, so we were, we brought that idea to the city and the city was like, yes, let's do it. You guys will walk with them. You're going to help them. And the ultimate goal is that they, that they all go, yes, I like it. I like doing all of those things. And I want to open a space in a vacant storefront in downtown Batavia. That was the ultimate pie in the sky goal. Like every one of these businesses is going to love it and they're going to do that. Um, we knew it, that probably wouldn't happen, but it would be, that was our goal. We'd hit some of those milestones and it'd be good. So the city gave us a $110,000 grant um, to build these shops. We knew that that wasn't going to be enough. So we we're going to have to get lots of volunteers. Uh, as I mentioned, Main Street, um, as a nonprofit, all of our events and everything, we bring on volunteer committees. So a lot of the work while we have staff is also done by volunteers. So we knew we could rally the community. And again, Batavia is a community that people roll up their sleeves if they're excited about a project. Um, so we put it out there, happens. It, it was a benefit that myself and my like project buddy, Bob Hansen, had a lot of friends in the construction world. So they helped us out too, plus just community members. And um, my favorite part that actually like got me do you know what it was besides you asking me? Oh, right. <laughs> I mean, that was, was that you guys partnered with the high school mm -hmm. um, industrial art, industrial art. I don't what uh, was it called? Like the building trades. Yeah. The building trades mm -hmm. to build them. And I was yes. like, oh my gosh, I know. I'm in. Right. It's so good. Yeah. So we did. So that was the other piece is that we reached out to the schools to see if um, our building trades used to build a home in the community every year. And they haven't done that for years because building trades kind of went to the wayside. Um, but they wanted to reinvigorate that. So yeah, they jumped right on board and the students were going to help us build those shops. So the shops themselves 
our eight and now it's 10 the second year, but the first year, which was last year, um, 2020, um, the first year we had eight, uh, 10, 12 by 12 shops. So 144 square feet minus a few because the walls and stuff like that, but just a teeny tiny space. Um, once you got inside, it actually did feel a lot bigger. Sometimes I think, you know, as they started to decorate them and stuff, it felt bigger until the end of the season, then you knew you needed more space. Um, but yeah, 12 by 12, uh, roof siding looked like cute little ticky tacky sheds. Yeah, um, like super cute little sheds. Yes, <laughs> with a couple windows. We tried to get as much natural lighting in them, you know, heater, air conditioner. Um, some people put fans in them. Um, but most everything was just like plywood walls. And we had insulation and stuff like that to help them. But on the inside of the shop was plywood um, so that the, the businesses could do whatever they wanted to the inside. The outsides were all different color siding. I mean, they look like little houses. Um, and then they're all um, set up along a boardwalk, which is why we called it that. So picture everybody says it feels like a lake town or something like that when you first come onto the boardwalk. Now, there's no lake right there. We have a river a couple blocks away, but it has that feel of like a little beach vacation. And there's the little shanties that you go shopping all the artist colony at, you know. It does look like that. And we'll post yeah. a picture on Instagram. Okay. Yes. Um, so that's that's really the kind of the setup of the boardwalk shops themselves um what what next so I explained the shops what else well yeah so I feel like the beautiful thing about the boardwalk shops is I mean I feel like we use the phrase incubator (laughs) but that's really what it was like and remember when we were in like kindergarten and we had the chicks like the eggs in the incubator. Did you guys do that? Mm-hmm. That's what I always imagined because there's like this little safe place that you could try to like grow your business, but it was super safe. It was, you know, seasonal. So it had an end. If it didn't work, you didn't feel like you were investing all of yourself in this thing and then it could fail. It was like a seasonal commitment. It was, um, like it was May through October, right? Or May, May, May through Dece- mm-hmm. December. December. May through December. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our year was a little weird because mm-hmm. it was COVID. But yeah. Uh, yeah, seasonal. You, It was a tiny rent. Like you're not going to find that kind of rent anywhere. It was three days that you had to be open. So it was like a little... Um, a little snippet of what it would be like to have a full-time store. I mean, it really was just like a bite-sized piece of a retail shop, but you could see like, can I do this mm-hmm. um, in bigger spectrum? And or, like, like, do my products sell really well mm-hmm. yes. in versus online? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And um, I feel like the, the magical part too, of being eight businesses all together, like you're always marketing for each other. If someone comes to um, your shop, they're going to visit all the shops mm-hmm. most likely because they're all right there. So um, I think that's something that I didn't really expect, but was so grateful for that. It was like built now having my own brick and mortar, knowing that that's like all on me to get the people to come there that like working together like that, getting everybody to come is super helpful. And I feel like Jamie, you and Main Street and the Batavia community are so that's what you're doing all the time is getting people to come uh, support the community. So I feel like the boardwalk shops, yeah, it, it, 
it really speaks to like community supporting community and other businesses supporting each other. Mm -hmm. So it was just a really, really cool experience that I'm really grateful for. Jamie, how did you guys find businesses to have? So you had the boardwalk shops planned out, started to build, and now you had to pay rent. So Mm -hmm. you needed people to fill them so that, um, which who did rent go? Like who did they pay rent to the city? So no. So the city paid, gave us the grant to build, um, but the funds go back to the boardwalk shop in main street. So it's its uh, own LLC. Yeah. Yeah. So main, main street's its own organization. The boardwalk shop money goes back to that. And then I create a budget every year to spend that on marketing, uh, special events. Like we're, we're going to have Santa coming in December. So it really does yeah. go back to the community. Yeah, that's my goal. I mean, some of it has to go back to Main Street, which ultimately goes back to downtown Batavia. um, So that's to help the greater program because the boardwalk shops too, I mean, they really are, there's so many facets of it. One of them is this incubator program um, and bring retail to downtown. Another one is to give downtown Batavia something that attracts people from further away. You know, I mean, this, this year season, sorry, Jenny, but we had WGN come down and do, um, a morning show at the boardwalk shops. And we had so many people from Indiana, uh, Michigan, like travel because they saw that, um, so because it's a destination almost, you know, we're not really a tourism town by any means. And this, I don't want to say this creates huge tourism, but it does attract people from other communities to our community, which benefits yes. the whole downtown. It benefits the whole downtown and ultimately will bring Batavia more money because it mm-hmm. will be like, oh, I want to go live in Batavia because they do all these fun activities right. and have such a close knit community. Like I think Mm-hmm. A lot of people are attracted to that right now, yeah. that small town feel. And so, um, yeah, I, I mean, I think it's brilliant. I think it's a brilliant idea. I already have told my town about it. <laughs> and um, who knows what will happen with that. But um, I think it's, it's so good. So good. It is, okay. it is like it really the best. best. So you you found businesses last year. What happened? Did, did some of the businesses from last year create their own brick and mortars? We know Jenny's story, but did mm-hmm. some of them fly away as well, or are they doing a fly away? Season? They flew away. <laughs> they flew away. Um, we graduated. We actually had did. a graduation yes. ceremony. Did have a graduation. Yeah. And we have little diplomas. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but only because you guys kicked it, like knocked it out of the park last year. That's why. I don't know if I would have done the whole show bang if like only you did it um so yeah so we had eight shops last year one of those shops was myself and again my boardwalk partner bob uh one of our shops backed out right before again covid was like a thing last year if you didn't know um so it really threw us off uh some of our plans so bob and i opened a candy store in the boardwalk and, um, but we had no future plans to open a candy store brick and mortar space. Thankfully, we now have one in downtown Batavia. Um, Lily but, and Pi. Yes, Lily and Pi. But uh, all, the other seven did open fine spaces and open brick and mortars in the, in the downtown. Wow, area. all seven? All seven. I wasn't expecting yeah. that answer. I was expecting yep. like four. Nope. All of them. That's yeah. awesome. It, yeah, that's always yeah. like really magical. And we didn't, None of us planned to like combine and make businesses together, but we did. Yeah, I think, <laughs> that, I think that's, that's what's really cool. Well, and watching you guys, I think watching, like you said, it was like the safe, the boardwalk is the safe space for a small business to grow. Um, 
but it's really only just a tiny version of a downtown, you know, Mm -hmm. you're just closer together and watching that way you guys, most of you didn't know each other prior to the boardwalk and how those connections started to grow and how you guys all worked really hard to promote each other um, and engage with your customers. And it was like mutually beneficial to everybody because you guys were all engaging with your customers. You were all friendly. You all saw and felt the support that the local community gave to your shops. So you gave that back to each other and you guys still do that. I mean, I think about every time one of your shops opened up this year, brick and mortar spaces, um, all of you guys showed up. And if you couldn't show up to opening day, it would like you peppered in the next couple of days. And I would see each one of the businesses, you guys, Dash 10 Works, Larson Petrick, they'd all post about you guys when they would stop in. And that way that you as small business owners are supporting each other, our community sees that and they're like, Oh, that's awesome. That's just like a good vibe. I like being there. That's a safe space for me. That makes me feel comfy. Um, I want to support that. I want to be part of that, you know, because they or, I think I could start my own business too. Well, that too. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, I, do, I, think, I think watching them this past year does like inspire people. Yeah. Like, oh, maybe this isn't as hard as I right. thought, or this it's is doable. a good, like, yes, it's doable. Mm-hmm. Cause that is, if you can do three days and not the rent is what I would be like, heck yeah. I can see if my right. things sell in person and have a quarter of the rent. Like that's amazing. Well, and um, even like, it's the part of not feeling alone. Mm-hmm. I, I hope people are watching that. Like mm-hmm. that's what makes such a difference is you're not, like you said, Jamie, it's not one business opening downtown it's eight and you're so you're like all in it together um, that it makes it you don't feel as lonely yeah it was perfect and you guys were just the right they were just the perfect businesses to open the first year you know I don't I know some of them I reached out to some of them found us you know through our postings and sharing of it um, and just some of the excitement that followed it so we went from just over eight uh, shops applied last year to over 30, I think it was 35. It ended up being 30 that were allowable. Oh my so gosh, how do you choose? It was so hard. <laughs> I don't, thankfully I don't choose. So it wasn't hard for me, but watching it, I have a jury of 15 people. They're a makeup of our community. So our youngest jury member was um, 17. Our oldest was 68, I think she is. Um, so there were people that shop differently, that, but, but make up our entire community because my thought was, I don't want it to be filled with eight or now 10 shops that only I would shop. I can't support those businesses by myself. Um, I want it to be a mix of things that everybody from our community would come to. So um, yeah, that jury has to pick and that was hard. (laughs) It was really hard to select. They were thorough and in selecting for this season, the 10 new businesses. Okay. So as we wrap up, what is You've been around small business for a long time. You've ran your own small business. You now are, you know, on the executive board of um, pushing for small business, voting on small business. What is one thing you want to tell our people who are all small business owners for the most part? um, What's like a word of encouragement you want to give them? I mean, you've seen it all. You know, the doubts, you know, the frustrations, you know, the joys. What, What would you say to them? Hmm. Oh gosh. I think, I think that, um, 
you'll always, I know everybody, I know there's kind of like the whole, like, you want to work, get to the point of working on your business, not in your business. And people say that all the time. If you're a weirdo who watches all of the small business stuff and the inspirational, because I do that all like my podcast. Like, oh yeah. In your business, not on your business, not in your business. Yeah. Um, so I know that's kind of like a thing, which is true, but I think I would never want to not be part of my small business, but your goal is to, you're going to be in the thick of it in the beginning, but your goal is to not to get to the point where you get to choose the days you work and you get to choose your favorite parts of your business to work in um, while you're working on the entire thing. Um, and it, and it happens. It doesn't, it won't necessarily take 30 years to get there and it shouldn't, it shouldn't take 30 years to pay yourself and make a profit in your business. That should come a lot sooner. So make those smart choices in the beginning, work hard, you know, don't, don't wear yourself out, but know you're going to, you might not get all the vacations you want in the beginning, but those vacations are right around the corner. Cause now I'm always on vacation. <laughs> Not really. I tried to you are you. always on vacation. I literally always... just got back uh, Sunday night from Sedona. So I, but we've, we worked hard in our business. I mean, we went three years when we first started not paying ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, it was like pay the bills that we have to pay, make sure this covers. Um, I worked in a restaurant at that time just to like cover the ends why we started and grew our business. You know, we didn't want debt. So we weren't, willing to take out loans and stuff like that. So we had to work our butts off to keep ourselves at that point. Not that we don't work our butts off now. I'm not saying that at all. You know, Doug came home today and I could tell he had a really rough day. Um, So it's still happening 12 years later. But again, last, so I was in Sedona this weekend. The week before Doug was on a six day fishing trip with his dad. Like we're at that point in our business now and it does come and it does happen. And Work your business hard so that it can take care of you in your life and you can live the lifestyle you want to live um, because it's not that far away. That's That's really encouraging. Especially Mm -hmm. the three-year part because (laughs) if I think three years ago, like... I can do it. That it does, it just you can. Feel you like, can do it. Okay. Yeah. So thank you for saying that. Three years were hard. <laughs> it is. It's scary. It's a scary thing to say. And I think back, I mean, we had to adjust our lifestyle and everything. You know, at that point we were like, we can't. And we lived in the city and I was a college student who worked at a bar and made a bunch of money when I first met Doug. So I was always like, yeah, we can spend the money wherever we want. <laughs> and I mean, when we moved out here, we had a baby and or two, two kids at that point. And we were like, okay, we can like maybe go out to breakfast once a month. <laughs> like, But we were, we had to adjust so hardcore for that time. And, you know, part of that was us not knowing enough about business to, you know, I think, I think that time could be shrunk a little bit um, for people. If you make smart choices in the beginning of your business and you know more than we did. Um, but yeah, it, it, it happens. Those first couple of years are rough. Even if you are making a profit there, it's rough. Yeah. Well, and I would, I would say find an Enneagram seven that can <laughs> encourage you through all the hard stuff. The ones uh, that are going to energize you behind. Right. Like, yeah. Jamie, you're just awesome. I, thanks. I really like credit you for a lot of my last year Aww. of Illuminate Space. So and my Empire and Wilson Street Market. All of it. Like All of the it. little white house. I love and it. small business sisters. Cause Christina, I don't know if I've told you, like Jamie always texts me on the day we 
air and oh, she'll God. say like a specific thing from the episode, which to me like means a lot because it's showing me like, oh yeah, you did listen. Yeah. Like, because one time I, was I like, hear... oh, I have sisters that are six years and four years apart for me too. Oh, that is very specific. <laughs> and I did hear on the episode where I was talking about people being mean to me that you said you have my back. So, oh yes. Yes. I did. <laughs> yeah. Yes. She did message <laughs> that me right away. It was really good. Whatever. That whole thing, but yeah, that whole thing, whatever. And you guys yeah, are awesome. You guys are awesome. I love it. I love that. Well, that's that. what's been so fun for me is because I feel like major fangirl of Jamie Sam, but then <laughs> with, with small business sisters, I feel, I feel like you were so excited to come I, on. Oh my gosh. I was so excited to start listening when I saw you were doing a podcast. I was so excited and I was excited to come on. Oh, I love it. Okay. Well, well thank you for championing us. Yeah. Thanks, Jamie. <laughs> Join in the conversation by following us on Instagram at at underscore small business sisters. Make sure to introduce yourself because we love to follow and support other small businesses. And if you love the podcast, we would absolutely be so grateful if you subscribe and leave us a review. Every positive review helps other small business owners to find us. Remember, don't do life alone. We're better together.